anime. All right, and welcome back to another episode of We Love Gaming. My name is Marcus, a.k.a. Godly Sovereign. Hey, this is Mark, a.k.a. Mark Araya. Yo, what's up? This is Ray, a.k.a. Sir Knight. And uh, today we got a list of things we wanted to talk about today. So, Mark, what do you want to start off with, buddy? Yeah, so jumping on in, let's start with The Last of Us 2, guys. Uh, what do you guys think on the story so far? Sir Knight, what are you thinking of the story so far? Yeah, um, this is like all the rage right now, The Last of Us. There's so much controversy around it. Um, the one thing I'll say is my opinion is completely untarnished. I have not watched a single video um, about The Last of Us, any of the spoilers. I didn't even watch any of the um, of the uh, gameplay trailers. So mm-hmm. like I went in completely nice. blind okay. um, because I didn't want any of it to be spoiled. I didn't want my opinion to be, you know, um, pushed in one direction or the other. Um, and from my perspective, I think it's an incredible game uh, for a whole host of reasons. The story may have some issues, but when I played The Last of Us original, when I was thinking back on it, I don't think I was playing the story just because it was uh, it was a great story. It was how they told the story that okay. I cared about. Right, right. Right, like the story is whatever. It's zombies, right? Like we mm-hmm. know that story. That's an age-old story. Well, it's story. not like zombies. It's like infected yeah, people. Yeah, it, but it's They're like... trying to stay away from the zombie but, title. But the, but, the yeah. whole genre the state, is yeah. post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Virus takes over. People transform and change when they get bitten, right? So for me... The story is whatever, but it's how they told the story. Like every little nuance they did, every little interaction between Ellie and Joel, right? As they're just walking through a a building, talking to each other. As they look at things, they comment on them. And they're like all actual things that you could imagine someone saying as you're walking through that Right, you kind of had this feeling as if they were actually like alive. Yeah. You're just just watching the story Yeah, like they felt so authentic and real and organic. Like, that was the beauty of The Last of Us. It wasn't this wonderful story. Mm-hmm. It was how they told the story. It was groundbreaking. Yeah. And for me, The Last of Us 2 carries that mantle. It's just as good in that regard. It's just as authentic. It's just as real. I still love the feeling. Like, I'm addicted. Like, to the point where, like, I grab every letter and I read every letter. Yeah, I like nice. it all. It all feels so real and authentic mm-hmm. that, like, I'm loving every minute of it. To me, it's still a masterpiece. Yeah, I'm uh I was kind of a little uh, a tad bit skeptical going into it just because I did realize that they were making a huge emphasis on Ellie mm-hmm. and I love the character Joel Same. so much. Same. So I was hoping that there would be um a lot more hidden gameplay that I would actually be able to control Joel. And you know, without giving spoilers, that's not possible. Right. So that is a bit of a bummer. Um, but, uh, with, you know, pushing that aside, just the gameplay itself, it's just, um, it's a really wonderful game. Like just, uh, going from the very beginning, I mean, at start, it's kind of, um, scene heavy, you know, it's a lot of cutscenes and whatnot. And it's like, dang, I just want to play, but you know, they're trying to give you the back, the backstory. They're trying to give you what happened from between the last of us one and now. You know, so I understand everything that's going on. You know, they're trying to fill in the empty holes and whatnot and and show you how the characters kind of advanced, you know, how Ellie has advanced and grown. Um, But 
I mean, just uh, exploration and whatnot. It's it's a really great game. Yeah, like, like it's I want really fun to explore. I want to look in every corner, in every nook, right? I want to scour every portion of the map that I can, and it's so darn real like i can't express that enough yeah like it feels like a living breathing post-apocalyptic world Mm -hmm. the lush greens and the colors it's so good like i can't say enough good about it in the sense of how masterful they made the game and and one thing that um i'm kind of like i'm on the fence about is that okay there's certain areas where i think that i might be clever enough to have decided to go and look over there and find items but i don't know if they guided me over there i cannot tell and because of that reason it makes it even more exciting because i don't know if like they wanted me to go and look up there on this second floor using a uh, trash can to climb up there um, to be able to find it feels you like know, you a did that or something like that yeah it, it feels like you i was just choice. going on the outskirts and then i right. was like oh let me check up there and see what's up there and then i found something and then boom i get something you know what i mean so that's what i really love about authentic it, it feels yeah. like yeah yeah exactly. it, it, it doesn't feel like um like you know you, you come across some of the yellow items that's what i'm referring to right um, so they seem like your upgrades technically and your gear like things that you should have Mm-hmm. But they're not placed on the story uh, mission, the, the path. straight path. Gotcha. Yeah, like it's not sitting there on the road as soon as you hopped over a fence that you were supposed to hop over. And then, oh, I found a new gun. And then you just get up and start using it. It's a great it's like point. Off the side somewhere. And you, if you were scouring around, or at least I think, you know, I mean, you're scouring around and you happen to come across, you know, this thing, you know, they have um, in the first little, uh, searching area that you have you know they have like this city it's kind of broken down and then you uh you find like a map and then yeah, you find see, like, like certain things that kind of give you like oh check over here check over there you know what i mean i you love check that. over there or you could not check over there and so like i'm i'm gonna check over there so i check yeah. over there and i find a bunch of stuff so it's like yeah it's there but you technically don't even have to mess with it. Like I didn't have to find a shotgun. Yeah. I, I think you could easily have walked past things mm-hmm. that were like those, like the things you should have, right? right. Like the extra holster. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or the, the magazine holster. that gives you a new talent tree. Right. Right. Like those are the things that you, th- you could have easily never gone into that building or ever have found it or right. found the secret room that led to the safe that opened up the safe that gave you the holster. Right. And you would just kept going. And I think like, I, I think what's so great about your point is that I th- I think it's bizarre how we all both found it, but it feels like we found it rather than them leading to us right. there. It yeah. feels like I found I it. I didn't look at a guy that told me how, to go over there. But how could it be so well done to the point that it felt like we were going to find it inevitably anyways? Right. It's know, almost right? like that they knew our curiosity would be a real thing Yeah. and that we would all search those buildings, and we are. But yeah, like the authentic – and like – just to like not spoil, but like downtown Seattle, right? When you first get there, mm-hmm. it feels like, you know, Shadow of the Colossus, right? Like it's just open mm-hmm. and you can choose to go do what you want to do. Right. Like it You're was a contained open world. City, yeah, right? like a little contained right. open world segment yeah. that like they didn't have in The Last of Us 1 that I thought was so awesome and it was so gorgeous and detailed. It's just like, man, these guys make masterpieces. Yeah, I felt like I felt like with The Last of Us 1, 
um, it was pretty much like a kind of like a straight line story event that was taking place. Right. So there wasn't um, a lot of like, oh, go and explore, you know, check things out. Um, but this, it felt like there was a lot more of that. Like they made it an emphasis on it. Like, hey, you're in a new area. You find a map, you know, you find like you, you go into one place and then you happen to find a clue to another place on a dead mm -hmm. body. And then, you know, and and then certain things pop up and you can very well just skip all of that and go straight to the finding, places you need to go, finding yep. your main item that you were out there looking for anyways, and then heading back to open up a gate to get you to an area you wanted to go. Or you can just explore. And the only thing that I wish is that there was more to explore in that one area because mm -hmm. I was having so much fun in that one area. I was yeah. kind of sad that there were no more question marks popping up on the yep, map. Same. But I don't know if it comes like, you know, like Dark Souls, other zones, Full Circle or something or like, like that. Or like other zones you come to yeah. that are the same thing. You can do it over again, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming. I'm hoping. Yeah, just so everyone knows, neither that. Stone or godly sovereign or sir knight has has beaten the game yet right we have not i have not finished the game i think uh sir knight is way farther in it than i yeah am. i'm pretty far i haven't got to any of these major okay the complaints i see on twitter on youtube these major plot i have even holes stayed away or from plot those. um you know changes that people hate i haven't got to any of those yeah i've seen a couple of the major plot you know um aspects but i haven't got to the big ones that people are so pissed and angry about yeah. and supposedly the sh the ending is just shocking to everybody so we'll see but like i said before what i love about the last of us is not necessarily the story it's how they tell the story that their master's at right so mark since you haven't played it yet um do you have like any specific questions that we might be able to answer just with a little bit of time that we've played it? um so you mentioned something about you said like a skill tree or yeah Okay, so I never played the first or the second. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. The Last of Us, the first iteration, came out late PS3. Correct? Yes, it was one of the last yes. before. It right, got you. So it came out just yeah, a few months right before, before PS4 came out, which like is this. the same situation here. Yeah, I see. Um, so that's one reason why I didn't get it because I wasn't a big PS3 player. I played. I got it to play one game with you guys. I think DC Universe Online is like the only game I really played <laughs> yeah, on. We played that for a lot. The right? yeah. Game. yeah. So, but other than that, um, what other m new mechanics are in the second uh, Last of Us compared to the first one in terms of any mechanics or features? Do you want to start? Or do, you uh, do you have some thoughts already on it? Yeah, the first one is the crafting, man. The, the crafting was like, uh, I felt like it was really different. You know, it's, you're able to craft on the go. Um, they definitely have uh, certain sections that you can get to where you can actually upgrade your weapons. Um, the way that they went about you um, getting your materials to kind of quote unquote, like increase your talent tree. I thought was pretty cool, you know, because you're finding like these little meds uh, in order to increase Ellie's uh, personal talents. And then you're finding like these little... Um, uh, gear pieces and things like that that you can use to increase your weapons so it's not like an onslaught of it i felt like uh with ellie i could max out her first tree initially pretty quickly uh, i did that probably within like maybe the first 10 15 minutes of playing it but then you have all the other trees where you had to get the books and stuff like that and so everything. the biggest one of the biggest things that struck out for me yeah the books adding multiple trees is totally awesome right like the upgrading systems like way better but like one of the awesome things for me is that uh um the stealth the stealth is uh 
completely, for me, completely done up. It's all new. Uh, essentially, I felt like I was more like Assassin's Creed than I was, the you know, playing great. Last the of Us. Really like, great. they have the tall grass you can hide in now. And you can walk through it and you can even you can even go prone completely and shimmy through it. And like in the original Last of Us, your knife, you had to literally reinforce your knife and make the knives. Mm -hmm. And whenever you used it to kill somebody, you burned it. Right. Uh, you broke it off in their neck. So you had a finite number of stealth kills you could do. Gotcha. But in The Last of Us 2, she has an actual physical knife now. Yeah. So they took that completely out of the game. You don't have to worry about build, uh, uh, building your knife as it breaks. Gotcha. So you can, just, you, you can just stealth kill all you want. And right. they even added a dedicated stealth tree. So gotcha. like that's what I'm loving because I love stealth games. Like I'm a huge fan. Of, Marcus knows. Yeah. Like I'm a, such a big fan of the stealth games. Yeah. Dishonored, Assassin's Creed. And like so seeing them implement so much new stealth mechanics, just it's I'm just addicted, man. Like I love it. I love exploring the world. It's so rich, it's so real, it's so good, it makes me want to go back and give a Red Dead Redemption another shot. <laughs> it's <laughs> that do, it's so stealth? No, no, just the living, breathing the, oh, okay. the time they took Experience to make it to experience like it's a it's a world worth lit going through. Like yeah. it's so detailed and it's just like you said, it makes it makes it feel real like the people when they talk yeah that was one of the good things about red dead redemption too yeah. is that you could just ride around and just experience like the most random stuff it's kind of like another reason why i loved um fallout games so much right. um is because you could encounter those random missions just yeah. like somebody runs up to you but here's the thing though like fallout's great i love fallout but yeah. like i'm telling you when i'm in playing fallout and i go into a building and i find a letter I'm not reading that. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm like, picking that up and I throw it away just to see if it gave me something, right? Yeah. Like you find the book, you just grab it and throw it away because mm -hmm. a, a, a skill might pop, right? Yeah. But I'm not reading that. But in The Last of Us, I'm grabbing it, I'm clicking read, and I'm reading through every little detail and I love it. And what's nice is that they're just small letters. It's not like this huge like six-page, you know, uh, gotcha. Elder Scrolls Oblivion type of lore inside of there. It's just like literally, you know, you kind of get like a quick synopsis of what happened like what was going on why is that body laying here by this tank i'm you know, thirsty like i'm thirsty like that's the best way i can describe it i'm thirsty for every little bit of information that i could get mm -hmm. right i want more like every marking on the wall every message left right any little corner or thing that i can glean any event that took place in this room that i'm in i just want to know like it's just um for me i i, I would give it to me, I would give it a 10 right now. It's that level. So I don't know if I would give it a 10. And I would I would give it a high score. I would give it probably a 9. And the reason why is because of one thing. It may be so insignificant, but it kind of bugs me and it takes me out of it. And it's Dina. Mm -hmm. It's because when she's following me, she can be smack dab out in the open and nobody notices her. But the moment my head's a little more out of the uh, grass or whatever, I hear that noise hmm. that's telling me that I've been that I could be spotted any second and then I, I need to you. drop down or back up. And it's like, dude, you don't see her right here next to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like they the AI, that, the AI does good, you know, uh, at going for cover and stuff. But there's areas there's sometimes where you're just like right on the border of an area and she's just out in the open. And it's like. You know, you don't see gotcha. that, but you see me. But wouldn't you be more upset if she was alerting? 
you'd be like, damn, I wish I could just keep her back at camp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but true. I just I just wish that she was I guess that's just me uh hoping that there's a Skynet somewhere in the games that would just be a better uh AI that would just know to like get the hell back and lay low. And then also another thing that I don't like is that she makes herself really useful at the last enemies. Yeah. Like if there's when I'm one left, here, she'll finally go kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm sitting here picking off, slowly picking off all of these clickers and stuff, and then there's just two left, and then she wants to go and help me out. Like, girl, you couldn't have helped me out with these <laughs> other two that was. Over See, here? like I'm cool with all that because um, I think the game is meant for me. So like the obstacles they put before me, they want me to tackle them. Like, so yeah. I don't necessarily want my partner to, but there are times when I'd be like, damn, you couldn't cover my back at least. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, yeah, I might yeah. be looking this direction. You watch my back, but right. like, she won't, I'll get hit from the back. And then another thing too, that you're kind of just to pick it back a little bit off what you're saying yeah. is like, I'll be, I'll be fighting. And for some reason, all the guys run after me. They just on me. Like, why don't you go get Dina? Like, she should tank a little bit. Like, yeah, I'll shoot, but let her tank a tad, right? Yeah, but like no. if I, if any other game, right? If I have a dog or I have a friend or something like yeah. that, they're taking heat with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like I'm the one getting shot at. I'm the one ducking bullets. And I feel like she barely is popping off shots. And I don't know if that's just like her MO. Like maybe she's just like a character that wasn't built to to be like bad A and that or like maybe she gets a little bit more hardcore later on in the game, you know, on some like Tomb Raider type crap. But but yeah, so if if I if you know, like while I'm playing, you know, with her and whatnot, I just kind of wish she did a little bit more to kind of be in sync with me you know what i mean like she gotcha. she might do the she kind of is helpful because she might spot or let you know that she's that there's people around because she'll crouch down and then she might mention something and so that's cool you know alert me um but it's just it just kind of throws me off just a tad bit yeah. when yeah. i see her out in the open the last thing like i would say about this game is basically um those of you that are trying to boycott it you know, for whatever reason, you may be boycotting it. Uh, just go and try it. Like I would get it. Like you're you're robbing yourself of the joy of this game. Like I'm like I would ask Marcus right now. Like I would ask Stone. Like you want to give it less than a ten, but can you think of a game that is better than this? Like what game is better looking? more designed better uh more immersive like i can't think of too many games if any exist that i think are better than this like maybe the original bioshock or like maybe something like that like i can't think there's so few like if this isn't a 10 then i don't know what is yeah i mean for for the last of us one i i set that really high on my scale um, and and tried to compare a lot of games that tried to do tried to implement what it had done because it pretty much set the bar for like companion gameplay, you know, having two characters who sit here and converse with themselves casually while you're playing had never been done before until you came across the. But last so of us. appropriately, 
Right. Like the the conversation is so appropriate for like where you're standing in that moment. Yeah, it's like taking if I, note of right, it's on taking the wall note. It's so appropriate. It's not just dialogue for dialogue. Yeah. It's the world is like actually affecting them. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. Yeah, and, and sometimes if you missed like a convo or something like that, I know like uh, Grand Theft Auto would do it a lot. Like they would stop your conversation because you crashed or something, and then the conversation would continue once you started moving again. But in in the last of us too like if i missed a punctuation to uh continue talking to dina about something she mentioned like i don't see that opportunity anymore that conversation was just lost so there's certain conversations that people would have privy to that others might not Mm -hmm. just because they didn't hit that button at the right time or they got caught in in something else or whatnot but um like i was saying uh i thought god of war um for ps4 did a really good job at companion gameplay well, you know with Kratos talking to his son I thought that that was really awesome um you know but I still I still feel like the last of us was you know because they set that tone and then you know they invented have, it right and then you have Naughty Dog who comes in with like Drake's uh Uncharted mm-hmm. or whatnot I loved that. those too and yeah and all of those games were awesome yeah, you know those, those had were good. those had originally set the bar for me and then it was like The Last of Us, you know, that raised the bar even higher, you know, with the companionship. And they tried to incorporate that in the late in the last uh, Thief's End for Drake's Uncharted. They tried to incorporate that a lot. But I feel like this Last of Us 2 just like they just pushed it up again. Like they just they just raised it up again. I it's so like good. Like it has just, to be a 10, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like it has to be a in, masterpiece. In every aspect. I'm just sitting here nitpicking, right. you know, a small little thing. But that game is great. I can't see, you know, I can see why the the game itself has sold over like four million copies or something like that within like the week that it's been out. Yeah. And it's the fastest selling PlayStation game title, like or a PlayStation exclusive title ever. Like for me, it's met, it's exceeded and met every expectation that I had, and there was so much controversy. Like when that storyline leaked uh-huh. and people were upset about that. I didn't look at the leak, but people were so mad and there was so much outrage that it dampered me. Like it put a damper on my hope for the game. I was like, damn, you know, like, cause I love the last of us as Marcus, you know, as godly sovereign knows, I considered it my favorite game of all time. You know, I played a lot of games and the original last of us was my favorite game. I felt I ever played the last of us two is right there. If not, in my opinion, more because I enjoy the combat even better in this game because I enjoy that stealth aspect that they yeah. didn't have in the first one. I mean, it's like uh, you know, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's there's some like wicked cutscenes, you know, like uh, for instance, I was in that uh, that first little city area, right, and um, I had encountered a couple of uh, wolves, right. and um, I was I had managed to get myself onto a second floor building. And I was trying to figure out how I could slowly but surely pick everybody off. And I was trying to do it stealth-wise. Right. Because the guns are just, they just alert too much. Um, so anyways, there was a guy who was like walking um, on the outskirts of the building. And I was uh, looking out a window. So I could see him, but it was just at the position where I couldn't shoot at him. So luckily, he came walking towards the building. And um, I just was like, you know, what? I'm going to try this. So I leaped out of the window dropped down right behind him and i swung at the same time to see if i could like you know hit him in the head as i was coming down Mm. but like my character turned around bashed him 
like right over the head like he didn't even see it coming mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it totally worked yeah. and i was like damn you know what i mean like it was just dope because yeah the 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 whole interaction was like you know i dropped down boom i hit the floor and then i just swung around with my heavy weapon and just clobbered him in the head and just boom he right. slumped yeah over. like i love in the last of us one mm-hmm. the interactions between joel and ellie yeah. like that storyline was the most endearing thing mm-hmm. and i do miss that in this game yeah. but after playing this, it makes me, like I said earlier, realize what was so great about The Last of Us 1, and that's just how they tell the story. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm missing uh, a character or a re- uh, more of a relationship between two characters right. that we had in the original, like Marcus said, that was a real bump for him losing Joel. Same, same for me. But the way they tell the story is so masterful that I'm still engaged and I'm still hooked on the story that they're telling me more. The world is the story. And like, it reminded me like, gosh, that's probably what I loved about the first one was just how they told the story and not necessarily the story itself. And uh, another thing that's pretty awesome is that um, they pretty much, they kind of like when you're doing the exploration, they kind of gave you everything that you needed. Like, towards like the beginning it was pretty much you just had to look for it that's all so it's like you know you get a list of like codes you know gate codes to like you know all of the places in the area and whatnot and if you decide that you want to go and check those places like all you have to do is just be observant like oh this is the east one gate code dude okay. it's so dope then, too you know, because the, the like you're saying like it, even that even you mentioning that like the organic nature of the game mm-hmm. i came to a i came to a gate right and like oh East 2. I don't remember the code. So what do I right. do? I have to pull my backpack out and I have to actually yeah, physically my read papers. it. Like it's not telling me. Like even though I've – like so in some games, once you found the code, yeah, once you'll go – Yeah, you'll prompt you and I'll give it to you because you found it already. But in this game, it makes me open my bag, pull it out, search through all my journals, pull yeah. it out. But I liked that. Yeah. Like yeah, I loved it. It, it was so well done yeah. that I I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I've personally been watching some people play it on Twitch. I've been watching some tr- you know gameplay and trailers just because for me things can't really leak as much because I I, I don't, don't have a PlayStation. I don't have yeah. something to reference in my mind. You know. So um, one thing though that I want to say is graphically it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, the last game that I that it's I was really kind of sh- um, surprised by was you know the last God of War. I was uh, I was you know kind of blown away when I saw that and you know for this I I got blown away again. So what are you guys thoughts on you know I know Ray you mentioned the visuals are fantastic, it's incredible, bro. Um, you know I mean I can't say enough. Like, would you say it's one of the I best think it's the best right now. I think it's the best one in the gen. Um, Red Dead Redemption's close. Like Red Dead Redemption felt really realistic as well. Like I'm mm-hmm. blown away. What. What The Last of Us and I'll say Red Dead Redemption are kind of similar in this regard. What they did so well was not necessarily make it like um, so sharp. Like it is, it all it, all the images are sharp, but it's detailed. Yeah. Like they they put there is no rock or blemish out of place. When I'm walking through a forest, this could be a forest I'm walking through right now in reality. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing there that wouldn't normally be there in reality, and that should be there in reality. It's what I wish Spider-Man was. When I played Spider-Man, the world was so drab and boring. Gotcha. Every building was the same. But in this world, like, it's incredible, man. Like, every car that's hanging off a cliffside, every route that's coming out of the ground from an earthquake that, that destroyed the road mm-hmm. is all there. It's all detailed and purposeful and meaningful. That's what makes it, to me, the best in the generation right there with Red Dead. Yeah, um, you know, to kind of piggyback off of, you know, what Sir Knight's talking about, 
um, one thing that I I kind of took an interest in was the facial expressions. Um, sometimes when you're playing games, uh, characters are talking or whatnot, you might not really be able to notice that they're actually talking, but be, that's because you're not really focused on that. And some of the design, the developers, you know, they know that, you know, you're not focused on the face while it's talking, you're walking and you're, you know, you're doing whatever task is at hand. Um, but there's been times where I would just stop just to see, you know, while, uh, Ellie and Dean are having a conversation, like what it actually looks like. And mm. it's, it's kind of like mind blowing that Ellie was looking with her eyes in the direction of Dina while she was talking to her. And then you could see her, her lips moving and everything like that. You know, while she's sitting there having the conversation, you see facial expressions like, you know, throughout the entire sentence. Um, another thing that I like to do is to rotate my camera when I'm doing a stealth takedown to watch Ellie take down one of the clickers. Because her face hmm. is like an expression of, of anger like, and, and yeah, like yeah. anger, like trying to power this knife through this thing's neck, like you know the disgust of you know right. of the blood everywhere. You know, no, and like, like just like to piggyback off that as well. The way I what I hear you saying is there's details no one, some people may never see exactly that they or took the time to put in, right? Care to like look at right? You, know you mean? may never notice it, you may never see it, and like that's how you feel too about these buildings. There are some buildings some people may never walk into. Right. And you walk into this building and you walk into this back room, this bedroom, and it's disheveled and there's mm -hmm. toys on the table and there's a desk and there's a clock, you know, radio and, and there's posters and it's so real. Like this would be someone's bedroom. Yeah. And they took the time to do that when someone may never even walk into that bedroom and ever see it, the eyes, the work that someone did on that room may never get seen, and but they I, did it. And I mean, you know, I haven't, I haven't been too far into the game, maybe about like three or four hours or something like that in the game. But, um, I honestly don't feel like I've seen it before. Like, I don't feel like, Oh, I've been in this room and I've right. seen that same bed right. just shuffled right. in the way that it's been. So, so I don't feel like so everything has been just like, copy and pasted in different rooms and it's like oh this is the same layout. i've seen i've everything. had that feeling only once yeah as i've played through okay. where i explored a, a house and mm -hmm. the kitchen seemed very like the other kitchen i was just in mm. so that's the only time i've Maybe seen it, was it. otherwise <laughs> yeah yeah but otherwise it was just like perfection in, in that yeah. regard of being unique every corner yeah of this game is unique I, I just can't believe it i see why it takes them a whole generation to make one game yeah and i, I it's years. worth it i'll wait till the end of the next generation to play the last of us three <laughs> nice. part three like it's so good <laughs> yeah yeah anyways dope. we have so much to talk about but yeah. the last of us is just so great is there any last questions mark that you had yeah so that's pretty much it i mean you guys kind of hyped me up to try it myself i hope um for the ps5 they release like a remastered collection <laughs> you know so i can play both the first and the second one together oh you want a little combo yeah i mean that would be nice to, to have you know um but Moving on, guys. Um, so the Marvel Avengers, yeah, released some that came uh, out <laughs> a lot of content for that. So, what are you guys' th thoughts on that, Sir Knight? Yeah, um, I love what I saw. I thought the battle sequences were great. I love um, how they've brought to life every hero. Like, what I mean by that is the move sets, the powers, the way they look and feel. They feel weighty. They feel powerful. They feel like something I want to play. 
I want to press that button and do that attack, right? Like I want to do that. Like, so I think they got the combat down really great. Um, uh, you know, uh, there's some things that I liked a lot about it that I read, you know, that it's supposed to be like the destiny model, Uh right? Where like what, what, what they mean by that is, you know, gameplay as a service, right? Gameplay as a service where like over the course of three years, they're going to put lots, they're going to put lots of content out, like lots of new stuff stories additions just like destiny 2 you know and it's extra a looter shooter it's not characters. a shooter but it's yeah extra characters yeah. it's a looter like destiny 2 is which i love chasing loot oh, yeah. like who doesn't love chasing loot that's yeah, the best i just hope that they take you know? all of the bad notes that destiny 1 had gotten and that they improved in destiny 2 and then like you know make it like i don't want a piece of gear you know like a I don't know, like a Thor's hammer or something right. of some nature that I have to like upgrade in order to be able right. to use Thor's, Thor's full might. You know? The only negatives I have from watching it was maybe like there's two main negatives I have. The first negative I have is that I wish it was a little bit more open world, like oh yeah, I agree. more like a Diablo, right? Where you're kind of exploring the world together as a group with your hero. And that I wish there was that instead of like these rigid one yeah, direction on missions. Yeah. I hope they have like in Destiny they have the open zones where you just visit the planet at the big open zone you can explore. I think those would be considered the, the war, war zones. zones. Yeah, I think like that the, they that's what they were trying yeah. to. I don't know how that will look, but like that's my hope. Um, yeah. So that made me one complaint there, and then my other complaint is being locked. I say locked, but actually unlocked in the fact that I have to play every hero through every mission. I mentioned mm-hmm. this to you guys how that yeah. that's a bother for me, like. If I really, let's say I really enjoyed playing Khan, right? Kamala Khan, right? Mm-hmm. If I really enjoyed playing her and I wanted to play her again, but the next mission's Iron Man and I have to play Iron Man. It's like, well, that's a bummer. I want to keep playing that character. You know, yeah. like when I play Destiny, I get to choose from one of three characters, right? I wanted to play the hunter, so I pick the hunter and I'm playing the hunter. Yeah. And like I want to dump is. my like, hours. Yeah. And that is what it is. Yeah. And I want to dump my time into the hunter. Yeah. And then maybe someday later I'll go back and I'll revisit the Titan, right? I'll go back and I'll revisit the, you know, whatever other character I want to revisit, but being forced to play them through, I don't know what the deal is with that. Are we loot grinding for every hero? Are we collecting individual yeah. pieces? If I go into a mission, I just, I don't know how that looks. I don't know how I feel about yeah. it. So for me looking into it, it's only the campaign that requires you that they auto pick the main hero for you. Right. And I'm perfectly fine with this because one it'll introduce me to some characters that i would never probably play because honestly mm-hmm. i'm like you i would probably be the hulk the whole game and i wouldn't want to be anybody else right. but this will introduce you to each character you know get a feel from all the different you know kits for all the characters mm-hmm. and also i'm assuming there's going to be some sort of nice story that it's going to introduce you so i see why they use you know the characters as the vessels to kind of tell the story you know in the game yeah. so I'm probably only just like everyone else. You play the campaign once, and then you're gonna go do the war zones. Right. You're gonna do all the co-op play. So for it to only force you into it while you play the campaign, mm-hmm. and maybe they only introduce the you know when you unlock a character, that's when they force you to play it. You know, some of those things we'll have to find out. But right. just to the fact that it's only the campaign that they're making you pick characters, I'm okay with that. I mean, I mean, if you if you kind of look at it as like how Destiny did it, right? They kind of made you. Um, go through all of the missions so that you could get to the end game in a sense. Um, this is only, this is, is pretty much just giving you introductions to every character that you would have a possibility in playing. 
and it's, that's all it is. It's just yeah, like, I hey, just, here's how to work the Hulk. You know, here's how to work right. Thor. Here's it's how like to a work book, Iron though, Man, bro. Right? It's like reading a book. You've read these books, right? Where they have four or five different point of views. Mm-hmm. And you're really enjoying Linden's, right? You're really enjoying so-and-so's point of view. Right. And then the next chapter jumps to so-and-so. And you're like, damn. I really I want wanted to, continue to keep continuing, continuing that point of view. I don't want to be forced into Shallan's point of view, right? right? Like I want to continue with Kaladin's point of view. I'm referencing Stormlight Archives. If anyone knows that, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, like I don't want to. I, I don't want to be forced. Like I'll, I'll muscle through it because the the story, or in this case, the game is so good. I'll muscle through it. Right. But it's like I rather just you know play through. The character that I want to play through with. I don't like being forced to change perspectives. Yeah, but I'm bothered by that. I think one thing though, the, they're putting emphasis on all these characters. So if, if I'm doing all this development time on 20 characters, but people are only playing, you know, Spider-Man, Iron Man, you know, a small fraction of that, it, you know, why do we develop all these characters? So I'm, at- it's like World of Warcraft, Mark. Right? They have plenty of classes. Right? Mm-hmm. They all get played. Yeah, they may they develop they have a lot of developing they have all the teams developing all the different characters and all the different powers for each one of those characters and they all get uh you know played and it's kind of like when you grab your new game it's like you want to go like dude uh who you gonna be man well I don't know I'm gonna be all of them yeah and so I'm like no Marcus is like no I'm gonna be Hulk I'm be yeah. like no nah, I'm gonna be Iron Man and Marcus yeah. is like no nah, I'm gonna be you know yeah I'm gonna be but, Thor but like right? Marcus was saying uh you know what he was saying was that it's kind of just introductory because you play the campaign once. You know, you play each character once and once you, okay, based on maybe you like the character, but the gameplay is crap, you know, after you tried the character out, you know, maybe Iron Man, he doesn't play, you know, how he's portrayed. But anyways, my point is, I think like, I think if the developing team, if the development team has, has done their job, every character is going to be fun to play. So it's going to be more so you're going to want, you're, you're going to know going into the game who you want to play you as an individual are going to have a preference right like you said your preference is the hulk yeah when i watch that gameplay my preference is like i want to play iron man right like that's the preference that i see i want to go in and so that's what i want to play and if the development team did their job right every character is going to be fun to play no matter who you pick even if you pick black widow so let me ask you real quick (laughs) just to like bounce back to tilu too real quick okay um did you have a problem with playing abby uh, throw you a off? little bit, yes. Throw you off a little bit, like especially right now in the point in the game where I'm at. Uh-huh. I, I I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be physically annoyed. If the main story stops to if they switch characters all of a sudden okay. because I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Like yeah. I'm happy. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I'm gonna be pissed off if they make me wait an hour or two to get back to what I'm enjoying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I mean it, it kind of. Um... It was kind of like, okay, where are they going with this? But I think it's kind of like, you know, like you said, in a book, you know what I mean? They yeah. kind of give you like different, different, point of views. different point of views and perspectives because mm-hmm. all of that will intertwine later on. Right. So, Which is what I'm hoping. So I put up with it because it'll, the payoff hopefully will yeah, be worth it. Make sense right? as to why. So I hope the payoff is worth it. But I will be annoyed if they, which they're going to. I know they're going to switch me back to another point of point of yeah. view i already know that I mean, yeah. and they i already know it too because they have memory recaps you probably haven't got to do those yet no but ellie will have memory recaps okay that's where joel comes into play and like you'll see that ah, stuff so okay. joel is in the story right, but you'll have these memory recaps which 
they're fun and it's cool, but I kind of want to get back. back to the yeah. I want to get back story. to the action. I want to get back to the, yeah. you know, the story and the exploring. Right. But yeah. So, I mean, back to Marvel, um, you know, everything, it looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I felt like while I was watching Thor, I felt as if like I could feel the power mm-hmm. through the screen, like the way he he walked through it was like machismo mm-hmm. just dripping off of him. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. way he wielded his his hammer, the way he talked, you know, the way he uh you know slammed into the other robots and different things like that, and the gameplay, like it just looked dope. I was yeah. like, damn! And then he was flying with ease, like out of all of the actual Marvel movies, because I'm not a huge like um comic book fan. Uh, going back into all that stuff so i don't ever think i just saw thor just like flying around like he always you know winded up his hammer and then kind of threw his hammer but like held on to it to go with his hammer right but this one he was just flying with it and i was just like okay Mm -hmm. that looks that looks awesome and um you know i was uh i think mark had mentioned mark or i had mentioned uh something about uh there being like extended gameplay or something like that kind of like breakdown trailer of uh, Marvel um, and I had peeped that and I thought it was interesting that they pretty much approached every character as if it was like the main character like one character like they each just focused on that character at a time and then somebody would throw a new character in the pot and then they would focus on that character it was never like we have like our skeleton and then we're just gonna copy and paste and then you know they say they have like the same attack moves and then maybe we add like a laser blast or something like that it was like you know iron man has his own demeanor and way of fighting uh thor has his own demeanor and way of fighting you know, uh, freaking the Hulk has his own way, Kamala, you know what I mean? So, like, every character will feel, like, different when you play it. They and looked I think different. That that's awesome. Yeah. yeah they like, every character looked different. different. I mean, they even made Black Widow seem cool, shooting out those electrical yeah, little, little, little electrical bad, things, right? right? Yeah. Like, I, I always have a hard time with that because she's not a super. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, how is just a normal human supposed to be able to compete? I'm looking forward to Hawkeye. If Hawkeye was at launch, I would play him from the start. Okay. Like I just like that idea of a bow and arrow and stuff. It just yeah, seems yeah. fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, because like the the range, that's like I'm kind of like more towards right. like the Iron Man kind of feel. Okay. But Hawkeye would be my man if if, if I can get into the game with him. Um, but is it, so Mark, you have no complaints. You're good on it all. Or? So yeah. So I I <laughs> do win for you. Huh? I do want to try all the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. You know, in some games, I pigeonhole myself into one thing. And later when I revisit that later, I'm like, oh, I should have tried other things. So I want to try all the characters out of the gates. Right. And whatever, you know, maybe maybe the Hulk, his gameplay is not fun. You know, maybe Captain America. Nah, he looks like he's going to be fun slamming in that ground and doing Captain America even looked fun as heck, man. Captain America was throwing the shield. Those are the two characters that I want to play personally. But, you know, I'm going to try them all looks cool, man. But one thing I want to say, um, so I like how the user interface looked. But one thing I didn't like was how the items looked. Like every glove had the same icon, like every mm. equipment. And for me, like I like these games because you you build some of your identity from what you're equipping. Right. Now, superheroes, obviously, they're iconic as is. You know, naked, they, they're mm-hmm. fleshed out. Just yeah. their normal suits, yeah. So I'm hoping, though, that equipment, although, you know, every glove looks like a glove, I'm hoping that you can customize your hero, you know, adding powers, modifying your abilities. I'm hoping that, you know, the equipment does 
play a part in your. It identity. looks cool too, right? Yeah. yeah. Now that you say that, um, I do recall looking at like some of Iron Man's gear and things like that, and kind of like the icons yeah. look yeah, like they were similar. Um, but then then that kind of uh leads me to when they were talking about how they were um making like certain looks, and that that specific looks would be like monetary gains. And then, uh, you know, like the majority of the stuff you could find in game or whatever. So I have to kind of like, I'm, I'm like you, I would like to get, you know, like, a you know, a mock, you know, a Mark eight power glove or something like that. And it looks totally different from like my Mark two, uh, gear that I have on or something like that. Or, you know, like I found a glove that's, you know, part of like a gold and black suit and that's not red and gold or something. And it looks distinctive. You know, but um, I don't know how I could see that working for them if they're if they're talking about making things that just are like skins or like yeah. cosmetic looks and then doing that. Because if you're trying to make this game not pay to play or pay to win, um, then I, I don't see it working because you would want like some of the dope looking stuff to be just as powerful as it looks if you're doing that. If, if it's actual gear, right? And then I don't know, I don't know how, how it would work. Like if I've got, you know, some super strong gloves, you know, that look a certain way. And then I have this, you know, other piece of like epic gloves or something like that. It looks, you know, looks like however it looks. I don't know how that, that works. So I feel like, you know, your gear would just be about like your powers, your strength, you know, your stats, and then you would have your cosmetic stuff, you know, like you put on gladiator gear for the Hulk or whatever. And that's the stuff that you're really looking for, you know, kind of like in, and well, I can't even say destiny because in destiny, all of your gear had each its own distinctive looks mm -hmm. yeah. and that's how you piece together your uniform. And I, I still think that that's cool, you know. Like yeah. I, I, I do hope that they figure out somewhere around it. Like maybe it's like a helmet or something yeah. like that. I just wish there's multiple tabs. Like you can have an item, you know. Let's say you, you have a particular set, you know, mm -hmm. Iron Man suit. Right. You can have a cosmetics tab where you can equip the item, or you can equip it just for your stats. Mm -hmm. Just you know, because I hate having to buy, you know, skins. skins. I, yeah. I get it. Like they're trying to make money, but at the right. same time, you're spending sixty bucks. You should be able to collect. All that stuff that's available day one. Yeah, you should it should be, able be to just like it and like it. like tier sets and wow. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah, it should be hidden exactly. or just like because with that, your work that adds and goals, to the replayability. You, you know, down the line, and I'm not using the armor, but I want to collect it. Mm -hmm. I right. still like how it looks, mm -hmm. and I just feel like you know little things like that add to replayability. And these games are this is you know games like this need replayability. Or I could, I could just think, man, tier sets would be like super dope. You know, mm -hmm. like if you if you had some type of uh, an arena or maybe like a certain stat you had to get in like a war zone area and, you know, and you get up to a certain ranking and then you're able to unlock that stuff, you know. And so when you play with your friends, you drop in with a Hulk and he's got like tier seven gear on. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, dang, like he's been putting in work. Yeah, you know? it's awesome having tier That'd sets, things that are uniquely earned through difficult tasks in the game. Right. I mean, that's, you know, one of the reasons, you know, which made um doing the... uh. What what were the really hard runs that you had to do? Like the Nightfalls, I think, or something like that in Destiny? Oh, yeah. And then, you know, you'd have like the flaming head. Right. Or whatever that showed that you did it on like the extremely hard right. difficulty, you know, and then that gives you like experience boosts or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like certain certain things that you can run around with that just they're, they might be subtle or they might be like mad obvious, 
but it's like, oh, mm-hmm. what is that? And it's like, oh, it's because you did this. Oh, dang. Well, I want to do that now, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. I'm I'm looking forward to yeah. hopping in that world. Multiplayer is going to be a blast. I think if the combat's good enough, it's going to have a lot of longevity. So long as it's fun, True. like that's what people kept coming back to Destiny for is the gunplay. It was just so much fun. You kept wanting to play. So as long as Marvel has those things, yeah. I can see us playing that for many years to come. Hopping on that, you know, Saturday night, yeah, for Friday sure. night, playing that together. Doing um, a lot of Twitch streaming. It should be now. fun. And hopefully, like Mark says, the gear is fun to fun to earn. Yeah, it's it looks cool and it feels powerful and it feels worth getting. So we'll see. Yeah, and my character that I'm looking forward to is Deadpool. I think that playing with the katanas mm. and having the guns for range. He's not. He's not a really start off character, right? No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But I feel like. If they want to, if they want to add characters, he's oh, got to be one. That yeah, they yeah, would they'll add. add them. You know, at they'll eventually add on. probably all these characters into the game. Yeah, because I think about. at some point yeah. they all become like Avengers. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so um, that's one that I'm looking forward yeah, to getting. For sure. Like I'm gonna put some good time in, you know, because he's just he's just versatile at that. Yeah. But yeah, but, yeah, um, another big game here to talk about. <laughs> yeah, Cyberpunk, oh, man. Yeah. So delayed again, right? Yeah, yeah. it got pushed back to November, I think, the 17th or 24th uh, November or 19th. 19th. I, I feel okay. like this title was like, hmm, should I wait till next gen to buy it? Or At should I just point, buy it now? But now, the answer is quite clear. It's We're waiting to play it on our you know, PS5 or Xbox Series X right. to play it, you know? Yeah, yeah like, um, I'm fine with them pushing it back. Mm-hmm. I, I think the game was far enough away that it wasn't in my sights yet Yeah, that I'm not sad or annoyed that it got pushed back mm-hmm. if it was coming out in july like let's say ghost of, of Tsushima is going to come out in july and they push it back to november now i'd be pissed because yeah. like damn i was really looking forward to playing that next month yeah but because it's kind of down the line already i i wasn't thinking about it so i was like okay well whatever you know november doesn't make a difference to me mm-hmm. so i was yeah. fine with the push yeah i mean at, at that point right it getting pushed just kind of like okay i i already now i know exactly what i'm going to do because at that point in november uh the playstation 5 should be uh released i'm assuming like i don't think they'll wait until december to try to release it it might be like a week later yeah Yeah, i think they'll release it some way sometime within between november and Mm -hmm. the beginning of december they want you to Um, buy that game though right even the week before PS5 comes out because they're giving you that free up- update. Yeah, but know? at this so. point now, you don't even have to worry about that. You can just straight optimize it for PS5 and then you know do that. But I think they're still going to drop the PS4 copy for those people that don't want to upgrade. Yeah, it's coming out as PS4. Yeah, but right? They're saying if you buy the PS4 copy, they'll give you a free upgrade version to PS5. Right. I still don't even know what that looks like. Is that like an extra couple of gigabytes? Uh, download to my hard drive or what? Because I know if I buy the physical copy, they're not gonna say, "Oh, take it into your nearest Best Buy." Or I think you just pop in the disc. It'd just be optimized. Yeah, it's probably just optimized for the PS5, right? Yeah. Um, I'm a little. <sighs> this game has so much hype, but I don't know, man. Like, there are some things I'm a. I'm just not quite seeing yet. I don't think the characters are as interesting yet. Like the characters in the world that V is coming in contact with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they seem interesting enough yet. Um, I think like the world looks great. The world looks detailed, which is what I want. Which right. I was talking about last of the, last of us. It looks enormous, so that's a plus. Like I'm totally looking forward yeah. to exploring this massive world. Um, I'm a little concerned with the the storylines. 
I mean, I guess I should just trust them because Witcher was like that, yeah. right? You got these little storylines you come mm-hmm. across randomly. Yeah. Um, but I'm not seeing that quite yet. Um, especially after playing The Last of Us, it's like, oh, man, like I'm a little spoiled right now with storytelling. <laughs> but uh, that's the only thing I'm concerned about is the um, is the story or yeah. the characters in the story. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm just I'm pretty hyped for it um, mm-hmm. because I like The Witcher a lot. I'm hoping if they can get just a fraction of you know the Witcher in this game, capturing that you know the essence of that, then they you know hit the mark. But it is concerning that it, it is keep getting delayed and delayed. Um, that's the only thing yeah, that kind of got me worried. Is it like right? Yeah, is it like hey, they saw trailers for everything else that's coming out, and now they need to add a couple last minute things? Like what? What's the deal? You know, that's the only thing that got me worried that this may be too overhyped. When I watched that mm. that trailer they showed us, I, I swear it was just a step above like Watch Dogs. Like if that was Watch Dogs three, I'd be like, okay. But it's you could tell it, the... you could tell it wasn't. But just the way it felt, that trailer. You're talking about the brain, the brain thing, or whatever. They so just it? I'm just talking about just the feel of like how it felt as it, that that it plays uh-huh. like with this with the with the computers and with the driving your car mm-hmm. and with the world and the and you know just the open world this guy's it just felt like I was watching a watchdogs quality game which isn't bad yeah. but yeah. it didn't feel like a rockstar or a naughty dog yeah. level game yet yeah. so i don't know if the delay will help but those are the Hopefully. things and i heard the driving's atrocious right now the commentary yeah, I watched was the driving's atrocious. As, uh, it's very driving. touchy. It's very finicky. Yeah. It feels terrible right now. So, um, so I just got a Watchdogs feel from it, which is not a bad thing. I enjoy, I've played both Watchdogs one and two. I enjoyed both those games. But I still have yet to play. I'm, I was games. hoping for like masterpiece, man. You know, like I was yeah. hoping Cyberpunk 2020. So I mean, like we, we've been waiting so long for this game, yep. and I'm not impressed enough by it. Um, Deus Ex, like it was like Deus Ex, you know, Mankind Divided, kind of, which was a great game. But we'll see. What do you think, Stone? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm definitely looking forward to playing Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I I get a kick out of the games that are um similar in a ways to like Grand Theft Auto and stuff, where you know you might not have um a set list of tasks and are required to do those tasks in that order. You know, like yeah. you can just do whatever you want, however you want in the world. And, you know, and there's repercussions for all your actions, whatever. So um, I'm looking forward to, you know, veering off and just doing random crap mm-hmm. and just seeing what happens, you know. See That's what I'm like hoping is really level fun. Or anything, right? yeah. but, um, you know, I'm also, I, I just, I'm intrigued as to how many, um, you know, pathways can be taken on certain things, you know, because they tell you like certain people that you interact with certain uh, missions that you maybe have been on with those outcomes could interfere with the outcomes of, you know, missions that, that come along after that, you know, that might involve like the same group of people or people that are, um, that, you know, deal with those people. So I'm just interested to see, how many different stories we will actually come across in this game, you know, because I mean, mm-hmm. when you, when you look at Grand Theft Auto, um, it's the same storylines, you know yeah. what I mean? Everybody's played the same game. It's the same way. You know, nothing is really different. Um, when you look at like Red Dead Redemption two, um, you know, there's certain things that people will come across and you're like, Holy crap. I never even came across that. Like, where'd you find that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going out and you're venturing, you know? So I, I think it's awesome 
when I can listen to somebody who's played the exact same game as me, played the exact same mission as me, and have a totally, completely different outcome right. than I did. Story because experience. that just yeah. yeah, because that just makes it like, oh man, you know, and it's like I wanna replay it again just so that I can see, oh, what happens if I just went in and just gave them the item that they asked for instead of trying to hawk the price up more, you know, by you know, by doing this or whatever. Yeah, and they're so, like all, all there are like different pathways too. Yeah. Like I heard about um the, the IGN nomad. guy he, he you know that that mission they showed a couple years back with the, the, there's like i forget the mission but ultimately what happened was at the end the girl double crossed you the girl you were working with double crossed you you remember uh, that mm-hmm. yeah well he remembered that from the trailer and so when he came across that mission he confronted her from the start uh in the in the dialogue okay and so she like got nervy and they just parted ways and so she wasn't even part of the mission at all mm, so okay. he has to find another so way to, to perform that mission yeah so yeah like right like two different like you're saying two different people would have had two different complete experiences there you yeah. know it's not quite heavy rain i remember heavy no, rain heavy man. rain you're talking about like, dang man. dude like this is so different you did it that way that's crazy yeah right? heavy rain was um, punishing like yeah. you could totally like f up a whole storyline for somebody just by yeah. you know not clicking fast enough and then them getting offed yeah like in the first introduction and you're like damn dude i what didn't do, even get that story like what do we think about this brain dance it just feels like a straight they're stealing that from like batman right and like yeah, detroit yeah. become human i feel like it was a straight copy yeah, I felt like it's kind of just something in there. Like, they think it's cool and they want to add it in there, but, like, I could really do without it. Yeah. I feel like, cause I feel like you're going to get forced to use it. Yeah. And I don't necessarily want to be forced to use anything. Yeah. I would kind of like, forced I would like for it. stuff to be suggestive, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're definitely, it definitely seems like, you know, uh, the guys who created it were like really hyped about it and they were really hyped about like you having to use it. So, <laughs> so like, it's, like, why, it's right? like, all right, you know, do I want to play through like all of these scenes again? And then like, you know, am I a detective? Like, what's my real reasoning for like wanting to look at this? Like I could see if I'm trying to infiltrate a bank and I wanted to catch like all of the guards movements and stuff. But I mean, it, it's nothing new. It's been done in like Hitman. It's been done in a couple of other games. The whole, that we've yeah, played. Batman, like the whole pause yeah, and rewind yeah. and look at different angles yeah. and watch it over again. Right. Like, that's a straight you know, being copy. Being able right? to see, yeah. uh, even in Division, you know, you could see. Uh, yeah, what Division did the same thing. Areas, yeah, you know, Division too. Yeah. played out the whole, you know, mm-hmm. the sequence of, you know, what happened yeah. in there. So it's nothing new. Um, I just hope that I don't have to see it as much as what the guys were talking about. Because yeah, right. I think they, they were mentioning it was like, you know, two or three times where you might have to use it you know like i hope those are just side missions that oh like if you chose to do that then you have to use it but like it's not in my main gameplay for like main storyline you know it's cool like introduce it to me whatever but then like let's move on right you know but um i mean that's like you know one small thing i you know there's a lot of great things that i see in the game and i hope that it lives up to all of that I hope that there's nothing that they showed us that won't actually be in there. Yeah. Or or is like, you know, they upplayed it so much and it's not nearly what it seems. So, um, 
I'm definitely, I was a little bummed to see it get pushed back, but at the same time, I was happy because that means that I get to spend more time with Ghost of Tsushima. On other games, yeah. And and yeah. be able to play that one fully and enjoy that one right. without, you know, having to be like, ah, should I wait on this or should I buy it now and just let it sit? Or, you know, I can go between the two, you know? I think I want to invest a lot more time in Ghost. And then by the time I'm done with that, you know, uh, Cyberpunk comes out, so right. it works yeah. out. And then I'm probably just, you know, me being me, I'm just probably just going to wait until the PS5 comes out, and it's going to be one of the games that I get on the PS5 just because it's so close, and I don't think I'd be really, like, missing too much, you know. But, I mean, we'll have to see. You know, It's we pretty might, cool. We'll At a later date, about it, they're going to have a multiplayer component added on. Nice. Yeah. So my uh, the way I envision it, I envision, like, a GTA Online. Right, uh, okay. like it's a whole separate game. That's cool. With the whole separate world, but you just you have your own unique individual character you're exploring, and it's online, like GTA Online was. We had yeah. a lot of fun with that. So like, that's cool. Like I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to that. that like that's exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, one thing that I I also thought was kind of interesting was how they had like the um the different starter, I guess areas or whatnot. So you had like your nomad, uh, your corp guy, like who I guess like you know was already in with the corporations. And then you had your uh, your street guy. So, like, they have different startups and whatnot. So, it's kind of, you know, it's it, I'm, I'm hoping that they actually do something with that, you know, and, and make it that it's benefits to being in either of them, you know. And then yeah. it'll be, I want it to be like, damn, should I go corporation? Because they have, like, a really good place. And, like, in that place, they have things that you can get that would make your character better or something. Yeah, like I'm that. a big fan of that customization. It's what I was I was talking about last yeah. time, how I wish they gave you a choice, right? Yeah. yeah. Between male or female and just all the customizable things. I would I want that, you know, right. so it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's like so much to talk about, right? We have Biomutant. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one um they just did another gameplay over at uh IGN, you know, their little summer yeah. game or whatever. Um they showed some more info on on Biomutant. And I mean, it looks good. Were you following that from the beginning? I I liked the concept of they launched that. They launched that first trailer in 2017. Yeah, dude, it's been like (laughs) a good long time. Yeah, I personally haven't seen it until recently. Okay. Um, but I do like the style of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, what is that character? Little fox or so? It's kind of like this like mutant like gerbil or something. But there, there's like I guess four or five different tribes that uh that the game basically takes okay. place around because yeah, i did see a lot of different like skins or flavors of that you know yeah mutant. and it's like really customizable you know yeah. like you can have like the head of one of them you can have like the the lower torso of another mm. tribe or whatever you know you can Got be it. like a mixed um combination and then you know they the customization for like your colors you know it's all about mutations so you can be like as fruity rainbow colored as like uh a, uh, you know, as a rainbow or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or you can be a monotone, you know, one tone, uh, colored, uh, creature. And then it's all about, um, your mutations that you get throughout the world. So you, know, you might be able to find some sludge that you could dip your hand in. And then now your hand has like three enormously large claws or something like that. So it looked like a monster hunter game to me. <laughs> Uh, it kind of, yeah, it, I could see I don't how know you see if, that. like, the monsters did. give you weapons. I don't know what it is, but it just seemed like he was encountering big, massive monsters. Like, in monster, you're out searching monsters. I don't know. It felt like Monster Hunter to me. Yeah, it's like you're this, you're this tiny little creature, 
um, that's in this world that has um, mutagens and stuff like that, you know? So I guess you could think of like, you know, like a, a waste field land or something like that, right. you know, in the real, in the, our real world. And then you have all of these other creatures who have also dipped into this uh, waste and they've mutated. So, you know, you're going around and you're fighting these creatures who have mutated. And there's things like toothbrushes and, um, you know, and trash and stuff that you find that you can literally like combine to make uh, a lot of weapons. I mean, if you think of like Dead Rising, they're trying to make weaponry like Dead oh, Rising, where you can just uh, combine a couple of things okay. together and makeshift a whole new weapon. Got it. So um, that's you know where they're they're trying to to go with that. So it yeah. seems clever. Um, it seems like it'll be a lot of fun gameplay. Um, yeah, the combat looked really good. I liked how you know you switch between like melee and then some ranged combat. Right. So I do like you know you have flexibility there. Yeah. And you're seeing with all the different weaponry that that would be cool to you know collect and loot and upgrade. I yeah. like you know seeing things like damage numbers and some of the yeah. things like oh okay this is p- more powerful. Mm-hmm. So I like obviously. Oh yeah, like just that. to go back to damage numbers, those were on the marble too. They showed some uh, images of the damage mm-hmm. numbers. Yeah, I was I lo- happy to see damage. Love numbers, damage yeah. numbers. Right. You know. Um, you know, so I'm hoping it has all those traditional, you know, RPG. Like it looked a little dated. I mean, like it's it's a 2017 game, and the graphics looked a little bit dated to me. Um, they're getting way too close to PS5. Yeah. Can this they be didn't a even PS5 have, game? They didn't I don't even have know. a date. They I think just said 2020. Be, yeah, I think so. it would be released on the PS5. It's, so I'm just hoping that everything we've seen is just like you know alpha footage or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I so, don't know. Like yeah, the world know, like was big. Increase it. Supposedly it's eight by eight kilometer, so it's big. Okay. You know, so it's probably five miles. Hmm. So that's big, you know, but um, we'll see. Yeah. Um, it, it's cool. It's There's some lots of cool things about it that get me excited. You know, the yeah. open world stuff for sure. Collecting right. gear, collecting weapons. All that stuff is super exciting. Yeah. The combat minus the hitbox and the combat seemed a little wonky maybe, but I, yeah. I, I see a lot of potential there. So let's hope it's good. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely I could definitely see it being something that I would grab on some of the downtime through uh game releases you know what i mean like it might they might have position or they might position themselves in a, a pivotal point where there's like you know a really high quality triple a title that's come out and there's not another high quality triple a title for like a few months so it's like hey play this game you know what i mean and if they it's, might, if they it's might got, look better and if it's got good multiplayer aspects we'll first year hop in right you yeah know? so we're I'm always ho- looking for a good I'm multiplayer i'm hoping this comes to game pass at some point it's like a game pass game for sure i feel like if it releases at the end of the year it's just going to get drowned out by everything else oh yeah um so i'm really hoping that i don't think they're releasing at the end of the year though it just said 2020 and it already has a steam page like they put 2020 on there when they were showing it yep okay because i did not see it 2020 you know from what i understand the guy said when it when it's ready It'll come out yeah. when it's ready. Like they weren't committing to any date. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they'll push that date back so, with the quickness. Supposedly, if you go to their website right now, it still says slated to release in 2019. <laughs> and there's, so there's I don't Steam know says 2020. And okay. Who knows? But um, but we got Nintendo too, right? Some big oh, Nintendo yeah. yeah. Your favorite, Mark. Yeah. yeah. So poke, I, there's a couple different Pokemon games. Right. You know, we'll start off with Snap. Let's start with Pokemon Snap. Wait, so, uh, wait a second. So are you just like, are you one of those Pokemon dudes that just anything pokemon you're on board for it yeah so okay. I'm, a, I'm a pokemon fan <laughs> okay. i'm right. not like a pokemon diehard like i don't play pokemon all day every day but i buy all pokemon things regardless of 
their merit. So if they're crap, I'll buy it and try it. Okay. Um, no matter what, you always get say. Pokemon no a shot. No matter what huh? people say, I'll always try it out. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay. going to Pokemon Snap, um, I played this at, on Nintendo sixty four. I put hundreds of hours on this game. What? Uh, I absolutely love. <laughs> I don't know why on it's Pokemon fun. Snap. Pokemon yes. Snap. So hundreds just, of I'll, hours. I just want to um, go back and shout out to. Um, in uh, fourth grade, I lent my friend Travis my Pokemon Snap game, and he wanted to try it out. So, like I said, I took pictures of almost everything. Like, I love this game. So, uh-huh. I was telling him about it. He's like, let me borrow it. Long story short, his little he claims his little sister saved over my save file. Uh, and I almost took a picture oh of every my Pokemon. Oh, Some levels you had to replay and replay. So, long story short, I kind of... That was my my career ended with Pokemon. That's Snap. when you threw him away. That's when you threw your friend away. You're like, man, I can't be your friend. So I was like, man, I'm like, I don't want to do this again. I'm never but, playing Pokemon Snap again. But ever. Fast forward 20 years. Yeah, I am gonna do it again. So okay. with this new Pokemon Snap. Wait game, a second. First of all, pause. How old were you when you played Pokemon Snap? I was nine. Okay. okay. See, that's a problem. For that sounds me. like the alley. That sounds like a problem for me. It sounds like. Okay, you're nine. It's Nintendo. You, you're de- like, you know, you're not the greatest at games at nine. So Pokemon Snap comes along. It's super easy like to play. It's super accessible. So a kid really likes it. But do you really think at your age, you know, going on 30, you're going to be just as invested in so Pokemon let, let Snap? Me, let me tell you why. Let me just have you. Have, you haven't played Pokemon Snap, right? No. So just to go over some of the gameplay is you're it's a game where you're on rails essentially you're in like a little cart and you progress through a level like a automatically through a safari right the environment changes every time you play based on your mm. actions let's say you throw fruit let's say you know your actions dictate what occurs in the environment and there also is some rmg elements one you know one level you might see a, you know a, a bunch of pidgeys flying over a particular spot you know, one level, you might see something that you don't see in another. Um, so I used to play my little brother and I used to play it a lot together. You know, he would get things to happen, pass the control to me. I would get things to happen and it would just, we would try to one up each other, try to get the best pictures. It, it, it actually has, you know, he would get a particular picture. I'll try to take a better picture. He would get a particular Pokemon. I'll, it has a lot of cool replay. So here's my thing. When Pokemon Snap came out, I was a little older than you. But I was like, heck nah. I want to catch the Pokemon. I want to use the Pokemon. I don't want to just take pictures of them. Like, to me, that was a total bummer, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, they had, you know, Pokemon on the Game Boy. They had Pokemon Coliseum. Like, it was just another. I was was always ready for a new Pokemon game to come out, man. A new catch-em-all Pokemon. But I could see how that would be semi-fun. So, my question for you is, because I didn't watch uh, the majority of the Pokemon Snap information. Is that a mobile game or is that for the Switch? No, that's a full-on Switch game, It's a Switch. It is not, um, it's not a remaster of the first one. It's a Uh new, it's a new game, you know in the series of Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Um there's not going to be anything It did say there's... Pokemon new Pokemon yeah. Snap. So So the, there's not going to be any new Pokemon in this game, but what they did say the only new content that is in this game for all Pokemon fans is they said there's new never before seen Pokemon expressions and Pokemon <laughs> behavior. So what that means, I don't know. So I really don't. I really don't know. Frank. All new Pokemon expressions. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you know, so you know how Meowth talks. Is there going to be other Pokemon that talk? Like, is yeah. so we will see. But I will say that um, I feel like it. 
I'm gonna get this day one, and my wife and I, I already know we're gonna day be like one. trying to one up each other. <laughs> we're trying to take the best one. pictures. Try to. So in this game too, you fill your Pokedex. You know, like in Pokemon, like red and blue and stuff, you catch Pokemon to fill your Pokedex, right? In this game, you take pictures of all the Pokemon to fill your Pokedex. So there's a collecting, there's a progression style. But like you're saying, it's a very simple game. Right. You know, back in 99, I used to take my game to Blockbuster and I could print out my pictures that I took out. Oh in my the game? god, you are so, so RPing yeah, hard, huh? So, yeah. so I'm really hard, I'm dude. really excited for this game, man. Um right, so Ray, right. you mentioned you're apprehensive, I don't know, about dubious Pokemon about Snap? it. Snap? Uh, yeah. So Yeah. It's not something I. This does not appeal to me. I'd rather catch them and play with them than just take pictures of them. Gotcha. I don't. I don't get the appeal. I mean, I don't know. I. I, I just don't. I. I'm not on board, man. So I'm probably a no. I mean, I guess I can see. I can see how people who love, love, love Pokemon who just they don't care. They just love them. They want. I can see that crowd enjoying this. So what about you, Stone? Yeah, as far as Pokemon Snap, that's a no for me, dog. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I feel like, I feel like it could probably get more possible play if they had just thrown it on mobile uh, and then just took like everything from Pokemon uh, Go and then just took out the combat and just say, "Hey, take pictures." Like I felt that they could have made the game a lot quicker. It would have had a lot more uh, inventory of Pokemon in it. And, you know, and it would have been just as cool. Like, it would have been just as popular. But for them to have me play it on my Switch, like, mm, I don't know exactly, you know, how that would work. You know, I mean, I just, it doesn't seem like anything I would, you know, like. I mean, maybe my kids would like it. So, uh, I might, you know, end up getting it. Like, I can see kids liking it. But, yeah, you yeah. know, because it seems like it'd be like a, a pretty, like, cool little game. You know, my kids like to play with cameras and stuff like that. So, um, to give them a way to like use a joy con or whatever and hold it up like a camera and then you know take a picture or something you know that might be something that they would like to play but as far as me um i'm just gonna stick to to the pokemon got gotcha. you know, sword and shield got gotcha. you all right so we're moving on then with the other pokemon stuff that they really like uh, right. announced so pokemon unite right. is gonna be uh, a new moba game okay. it's for your mobile device ios android and also for the switch it's right. gonna be completely cross-play so I feel like that's going to – they didn't release if it was going to be a price model, but I have a feeling it's going to be free. Yeah, um, it's got So you. this MOBA is a little different than, like, let's say League of Legends, where the purpose of that is three lanes. I'm going to destroy my enemy's base or they'll concede. In this game, you kind of control, um, like, uh, I think they called them goals, goal spots or, con- you know – Capture a- spots. Capture right? spots. Yeah. And you just try to accumulate points. Right. You can capture Pokemon in the map, like in the jungle area. With other Pokemon. Yep. You could catch for them and then take them to your your, 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 your capture point. Capture points right. for points. Or you can battle and kill um, you know, other Pokemon uh-huh. and get points there. So what are you guys' thoughts on seeing this game? Um, so this is more up my alley. This is more something I could see myself playing. I wish it was more... MOBA like I wish it was more traditional MOBA I wish it was more uh, destroying towers destroying waves of enemies to collect experience and then battling each other out and you know duking mm-hmm. it out I wish it was more traditional MOBA um, I don't think that I like that it's mobile um, I think I wish it was like just on the switch I don't know I think it's going to be weird not having a uh, keyboard and mouse to play a mobile like game with um, mm-hmm. but you like smite I'm with skeptical the yeah I do like smite a lot um, 
Smite Smite gets me because it's more WoW like, so the combat felt more like I was playing World of Warcraft, which mm. I really I really dug that. Um, and then another thing is too, and with MOBAs, this is just a, like a pet peeve of mine with MOBAs, is people get so freaking addicted to these things that, um, in a sense, like it makes it really hard for someone to get into it because you just get you wrecked. Just get wrecked as soon as yeah. you get in. So yeah. like I'm a little bit You have to be like a day one with this you gotta, so you can learn with everybody <laughs> yeah, else. So you're not as trash. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I guess that's what I'm saying, right? Like yeah. you gotta be day one and you gotta be like on it. People are gonna be dumping hours into this man and like you're gonna go in there and you're just gonna get wrecked and it's just gonna be like it's gonna rob the joy. Um but I liked the animations the the like when you know little Charmander was breathing fire like that was cool, cool yeah. Yeah. the when uh you know Blastoids did like the water thing yeah. like it was cool man like there were, the animations and were as sweet, you level up you evolve yeah you, know? you evolve so really like nice. there was cool I don't like the idea of Pokemon catching Pokemon I'd rather it just be towers they're just battling I wish it was more just the battle and not the whole capture aspect but um it's this this is better this is more in my alley. Yeah. What yeah. Um okay, so just like Ray said, um with the MOBAs and whatnot, you know, trying to get into a MOBA uh can can cause you some deep depression. Um, <laughs> yep. you know, because you're just getting constantly faced like every time. Uh so that's why I am not an avid smite player. I might have played it like maybe a handful of times because I'm trash at it. Mm-hmm. And um I feel like maybe this would be a possibility of me like, you know, getting in once the gate opens and then trying to learn how to play it. And then maybe I could be decent, but I'm not a really big fan of MOBAs. So I probably won't even uh, do anything with this. Um, I'm interested. I'm uh, definitely surprised that they decided to come out uh, with this as a MOBA, considering that Nintendo decided to just throw away all mobile gaming because of how bad they've done. Yeah, as but far did, as like their income. Did you see who's developing this game though? Uh huh. It's Ten Tencent. Yeah. So you know they're the people who the largest stakeholder, and I think they develop uh, League of Legends now. They okay. own Riot. Right. So so this is this is what they do. The, yes, they have the most okay. popular. They own the most popular MOBA uh-huh. in the world currently. Okay. So I feel like that's because it's a little more objective based i feel like they didn't want to release a pokemon skinned league of legends they're but like can, we already own that mark can a mobile based moba be skill intensive competitive enough to draw a crowd like league of legends oh absolutely on your phone yeah and you can think of, and think, the fact think that of you this. Can just bluetooth league of your legends on it. league of legends for years have, has been de- developing their mobile league of legends and it's coming out soon called Wild Rift. So Wild Rift League of Legends is coming out on Xbox, PlayStation, and phone. And it's and they're optimizing every character to make sure it has um you know controller and, and touchpad feel. A so controller, like, but touching the screen with your fingers, the physical screen, like that's never been responsive. It's never well, been it has, but you don't have to. It's you never been accurate. Your, your, your game controller on there now. You yeah, but you you're gonna to be playing this on the on the run. You're not gonna have your controller when you're out and about. If I got a PlayStation, I got an extra PlayStation controller yeah. that if I just no. wanted to dedicate And I know to my personally phone, me, I'm buying the, the Razer Kishi because, you know, to play all the xCloud games on my phone. So I'm going to have, you know, an attachment for my phone for playing games. Mm. Um, so for, for me personally, it makes sense. But like I'm saying, this is a market. I think that's 
you know, going to explode over time. There's already a lot of, you know, MOBAs for the phone that have millions of players, you know, that they're, they make millions a month. So it, I think it's a, it's a definitely a profitable genre as far as this becoming like a crazy esport, I don't know. You know, I have any mobile games ever become like a crazy esport. Yes, See, uh, pub, mobile. PUBG Mobile. PUBG Mobile. PUBG is an Mobile thing? has tournaments, has Dang. thousands of viewers online. Okay. Um, so it is possible, you know, okay. for a mobile game to have a big, you know, uh, following yeah. and a big tournament scene and things like that. But I think because they do have Tencent, you know, guiding this game, that mm-hmm. it has the best chance, you know. I, I'm I'm happy that they, you know they're, they're that's developing that's it. true. That helps having a, a, a you know um, you know tried and true you know in this in this field it right. helps a lot. It gives me hope for the game, but it's just you know you kind of look at mobile games and you lull, right? You know, like come on, like I'm not going to take that serious. Yeah. Like no one takes mobile gaming serious. Like yeah, there's some fun games on mobile, but mm-hmm. no one takes them serious. Yeah. You know, I, like I we aren't we, rating them, yeah. giving them tens, and like. Yeah. Talking about mobile games. I think games. we don't, but that's, that's, probably a, that's a, a huge market. Like my dad. It is a big market. I, my dad, I agree. for some reason, I loves all these, you know, mobile MMOs. I, I can't get into them because it plays the character for you. But, yeah. I mean, you know, he's multitasking, doing things. Oh, yeah, I'm questing and doing things. So I do see the appeal. But, you know, when you when we're playing games on the PC, on consoles, jumping to a phone is a downgrade. No, it doesn't feel yeah, right. That's, but uh, yes, to audiences exactly. where kids are on iPads at the age two and three. You know, their birthday's right around the corner. They're going to play this game. They're going to ask their parents for money so they could buy, you know, it's, different skins. It's, it's a must-need market. I, I agree. Like, everyone on the planet has a cell phone, right? So, like, right. I get it. You got to be in the mobile market. I just I just don't think anyone ever takes mobile games serious. Um, that's my concern. That's my worry. I mean, because it looks fun. I mean, I definitely play um, a lot of mobile games. Like, I play them, like, every day, you know. Uh, but that's just because it's like I can't play my PlayStation every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is like my fix until I can play my PlayStation. So um, if there was something that I just felt was like really good to play and there were a lot of benefits to it, then that'd be cool. But my issue with mobile games is like um, you have certain things that like I, I don't want a mobile game that I have to concentrate and play on. I want something that I can kind of in a sense like it runs on its own and I just kind of tell it what to do. You know, so yeah. it's like a set it and forget it type of thing. Gotcha. And then I have to constantly have uh, benefits coming in for me. Like it has to every time I log in, like, oh, I got something new. You know, what yeah, I mean? the daily but bonuses. Once, yeah, and all once that stuff. you get to like uh, I, I have an issue with like once I get to a certain point in a game that I've, I've played for so long and then I stop progressing quickly, I stop getting a lot of things, I lose interest in it and then I just stop it and I move on. But when I'm getting things and I'm progressing and it looks like I'm going up as far as like the uh, the charts and stuff like that and the arenas and things like that, you know, I might drop like a dollar or two dollars into something, you know, because I enjoy the game and I want to give the developer something, you know. Right. I do that To too. thank them because it's yeah, free. Yeah, for sure. If, know, I got a lot, if I got some entertainment out of it, if I got some hours of entertainment and I want to toss right, them a yeah, dollar. I'll buy their, their dollar yeah, pack I'll, I'll, or something. The patch, yeah, I'll buy the packs. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, um, but yeah, after a while, when it starts to slow down, yeah. then, it's, then it kind of feels like, okay, like in order to progress, I'd have to throw like a I just lot of think, money into this. I just think I it know. hurts. I just think it hurts the, um, I don't know. Um, it hurts the game. I hope it doesn't. I hope the quality of the game is high. I just think when we see these, they call it free to act, they free to start, right? It's like whatever right, that right, means. Right. 
I don't know what free to start means. It's um, probably because you got to buy. Does that mean later on stuff. you have to buy something to continue playing? I don't know what that means. Um, free to start. Um, but you just you hear things like free to start or, or in a sense free to play, and you hear mobile and all these things. I think are heels that they have to overcome to get people interested and on board rather than it being just like a dedicated switch game. Yeah. Right. If it was a dedicated switch game, you know, Oh, they dumped the time into this. They developed this. They spent time developing this. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Oh, a new harvest moon. Right. Or like, Oh, um, what's the one Starting animal crossing that just came out, you know, like animal crossing. Wow. Like everyone's been waiting for animal crossing. Had they just released it as a mobile game? I don't think there would have been as much excitement for it. I think people were like, oh, this isn't the real Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. It had to be like, you know, the the marketed for the Switch. Like, I just think I'm not saying this game can't be good and it can't be all those things. I just think doing it, doing the path where they're doing it on this game, it, it they have hills or they have mountains to overcome that I'm that concern me with its overall quality. Got yeah. you. And I feel yeah. like a lot of people, as far as the quality, they said the graphics weren't very good in some of the gameplay that they showed. Mm. Um, and I do agree that the graphics don't look they that don't look great. Nah. But it's Pokemon. It's on a Nintendo it's Switch. Nintendo. So yeah. you can kind of look the other way as long as the gameplay is good. Right. So that is to be determined. Mm. Um, but in the last Pokemon news, um, the DLC. The DLC. So right, when so did that launch? Isle that launched like just last week or something? I'm pretty sure like it just within like a week or so. Okay, just, so that's brand dropped, new. So it's a really brand new. Okay, yeah. um, and uh, so that's a big that. deal. Like that's a big yeah. one. People have been waiting for that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the game's been out for quite a few months. I'm sure Mike will probably know. It's been on a long it, time. Released? How's, um, how long has it been? I think it released in, in September of 2019. Okay, yeah. So it's been a good minute. I know I was behind okay. um, picking it up uh, when I got it. Um, yeah, but, I played it too. Yeah, I enjoyed so. it. So um, I thought that the, uh, you know, that I got Pokemon Sword and I thought it was good. Sorry, November um, 2019. Okay. Yeah. So I got Pokemon Sword and I had fun with it. It just reminded me of like all the other Pokemon games, you yep. know, kind of same. Same, same formula. Yeah. So it was cool to it's like go back game. and mess around with it. Um, and then um, I had the uh, the opportunity to enter into a little competition with a podcast called Jacked In. And um, they were just giving out a little, you know, freebie. So uh, I you got joined it. in nice. on it, and I was actually able to win. So um, they gifted me the uh, expansion pass. So nice. I have the Isle of Armor, and then I have the other one that's coming out, the other DLC coming out. So you got the, both of them. That's cool. Pokemon nice. Sword. Yeah, so it's dope. So um, it had been a while, you know, after I uh, became a champion or whatnot and, mm-hmm. and did everything that I, I needed to do. Um, I stopped it. You know, I shelved it. Right. I hadn't touched my Switch in a while. So um, getting this, um, I was able to, you know, put it in and then, you know, it gave me something else to play on my Switch. You how know, is it different? Like, how is it different than uh, the uh, the base game? The DLC. Is it a whole new storyline? Like, 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 what is it? Uh, so basically, uh, you travel to this Isle of Armor and you meet this chick who um, is essentially like the best student there. And she's afraid of you because she fights you, you know, you beat her. And then she doesn't want you to join uh, what they call a dojo um, because then she wouldn't be the best student there. You'd take her shrine. Mm. So anyways, it's just you um, having this ongoing, I guess, like rivalry, rivalry. Yeah. With her. She's your new rival now instead of your best friend. Um, So are the dojos like 
you know uh, badge arenas so i've only i i've only seen the one i've i've played a little bit of it i haven't played too much of it um but they're sending you on like little missions and whatnot it is cool to see new pokemon pokemon that i loved from like you know a while back you know so your nostalgia feel mm. and then some other new ones that i hadn't seen that were pretty cool like they had a couple of dog um like a uh, pokemon that i wanted to grab so i can make like a little dog squad or whatever um but uh, you know, doing that, and so it looks like, um, like yeah, you would have. I believe it looked like there might be like three or four dungeon areas or uh, dojo areas that mm. you would go to be able to get something is it, from there. Is it like a, a is it like a narrative based game? Are you like going through routes and or is it just open world? Uh, this point is it's open world. Like okay. the Isle of Armor isn't that big. You can go, you know go all around it easily there's not like a you have to do this in order to get past this area or something like that so there's no gates Mm. uh, to anything um except to get into the dojos so in order to get into the actual dojos you'd have to complete your main dojo that you're in that you become a student of um and do whatever tasks they had that would allow you to then branch out and then go and check out the other dojos Mm. and who knows uh i mean you know people who've already played it and beat it would be able to tell you whether or not you have to finish that dojo in order to get access to another one or if you just finish the main one and then you can just go out and branch out okay um but yeah so i mean it, it's it's just another way to be able to Collect capture pokemon, right? more pokemon that you know were from the older games you gotcha. know and so you know that little stuff is is cool you know what i mean so it it's it's uh, an objective you know with a goal and you can, uh, you know, eventually do that. So that's right. another reason that I, I'll continue playing it just to get through that storyline. And then once I do, it'll end up shelved again, you know. But it's something that um, Pokemon is nice, right? Because you just have the opportunity to just like set it and forget it and then jump yeah. back into it. And you don't really have to like remember the story or anything. You just continue playing. Right. Like, you know, you just it gives you it already has your objective on the top when you go into your menu and you know, okay, I got to go here or I got to do this. And then, you know, you get right back on track like you never left. So it's something that I can play in between the times that I'm unable to touch Tilu 2 or, um, you know, I've beat Tilu and I'm waiting on Ghost of Tsushima or Cyberpunk or mm. whatever. You know what I mean? I can just pull that out and play it. Yeah. So Absolutely. You know, it's not a bad one. Yeah. So a lot of good stuff, you know, in my opinion, for the past week. Or Pokemon, and it, you know, like I was saying earlier, I played. We've been all playing Pokemon for over yeah. twenty years, yeah. and it's it's amazing that they're still going this strong. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're releasing multiple games simultaneous. Um, so it's it's just really impressive, and it always you know makes me happy when things I played you know as a kid are still going strong today. Right, that super nostalgia effect. Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. Like it's, I think it's cool. This is a good time to bring new Pokemon games out. Because they already have um, new Pokemon, the base, I don't know, the traditional way of playing Pokemon with the DLCs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm always upset when it's been years since the last base style gotcha. of Pokemon comes out and they release Pokemon Snap instead. I'm like, dude, i much rather have a base Pokemon game than right. Pokemon Snap, right? Yeah. Or Pokemon Unite. But I'm cool with this because... We're not waiting for the next Pokemon. They're giving us these instead. Like, it's yeah. all just one bundled one and, thing. You and know? also, like, you know, 
the brand Pokemon, they didn't just stop at like Snap and Unite. They had like another mobile game uh, that was like Pokemon Smile. So that one's for like little kids. Oh to yeah, after brushing their teeth, uh, brush their yeah. teeth and things oh, like yeah. that. So I don't want to talk about seems, those. But. Yeah, it just, <laughs> yeah, it just seems like they're those. trying to like uh, branch, right? Yeah, they're yeah. trying to like ingrain themselves more. Yeah. In, they're like, trying to get the kids, kids early. And, yeah, right. they're trying to back the hook, them. Our early hook was so Pokemon cards. <laughs> These kids, their hook's gonna be brushing their teeth. Right. I don't know how well that's gonna be. Pokemon cards and then the actual anime. So those two things. But yeah, this is a big week in gaming. There's lots of stuff we didn't even talk about. Um, right um but yeah so um i guess we'll wrap it up there um so once again this was godly sovereign this is mark araya sir knight and uh thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you guys next week peace deuces see you